this wonderful moment. When the days will come when Hakadosh Baruch Hu will take out his segula, every king has riches, but every king has special, special diamonds that he keeps very, very private. That's called segulas malachim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says the day will come when I will take out my most precious, my most hidden. And these will be these people. In this hard time, that sit and discuss the Yerushalayim. And I'm really not really. And as I was thinking, what, what, what should I say now? Time, a little time, so so. Really, not really. You gotta say something. I decided. I I remind myself Nila, and I don't know if I should say this in public, but I don't have a kush I don't have. I mean, my my my, my musical kush uh, isn't so good. So usually when I watch my pool, when I come to Nila, even though really Nila should be a different nigi, I'll be I get mixed up in the nigi. So what I do is I find out the musa. That's what I do. So I was here by Hashem today. I wasn't saying yes, I didn't hear all the, the, the whole the whole Marafa. But today I heard. And that's what I'll do now. Al Khazi Bad Musa. Try to analyze what I had heard today, I'll propone it for myself. <laughs> My musical sense isn't that good, so it'll be a little different, but not too much I hope. Now, I have more than a few minutes, so I'll open up the Indian again, what we had heard today, but the way I understand it. Rabbi Sai, we live in a modern generation. We have today, in our modern world, what a hundred years ago no one dreamt of, absolutely impossibilities. If it's the telephone, the telegraph, different ways of communication, the computers, all different ways of transportation. And we are very proud of it. Not only is the secular world proud of it, but we, as Yiddish Kinder, we can't help to be proud because when you're proud of something, then you pick up the flag. We are proud of our cars, we are proud of our Epshoris, of our possibilities to use airplanes. And the modern generation, one of the very noticeable things that science gave us was that it took the whole world and put it into the palm of our hands. It took all the world and put it in the palm of our hand. If someone is sitting in an office in New York City and someone in China buys a few pounds of gold, he knows it instantaneously. As long as it takes for light to travel from China to New York, 
which is a fraction of a second, he knows instantaneously. And at the palm of hand, he has control over the whole world. There are people today that can make major changes in all the world, sitting at their, at, at their computers. If someone wants to talk to his parents, and he lives in Eretz Israel like myself, and his parents are in South America like myself, so my Baruch Hashem, my four-year-old has had a dial already, dialed the numbers, and within a few seconds you're talking to Safta. Now, Eretz Israel to Chile is across the world twice from east to west and from north to south. And we have such control over the world. Within seconds, we can talk. And if Dafka, you want to visit Safta, you get on the plane and you leave your coat at home even though it's cold in your shalai. And you, you dream a line a little bit, you fall asleep, you get up, you dive in, you dream a line again, and you get off the plane, and it's summer. You cross the world, you cross the globe. Now, this is a Gavaldic accomplishment. Now, we can't, I can't deny it. But I want to try to analyze, and I'm not sure the Kasha is a Kasha, but for me personally it's a Kasha, because I think a lot about this. Why didn't we have these possibilities 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, 400 years ago, from the time the world was, the world was created? There weren't such possibilities. If somebody wanted to visit Safta and he lived in Tveri, had to go to Yerushalayim, he had to travel for two months. And today, all of the world is mamish kipshutai the palm of our hand. Now, it could be that there are a lot of ways of explaining this phenomenon. But I want to tell you one of the ways which I think is true to explain this point that I had just mentioned. There is a big cloud. It's a cloud in physics, and we find it in Chazal. That if you want to really analyze the true substance of something, you have to catch it in its original form. If you take a piece of formica and you see it's a synthetic piece of, of, of wood, but if you want to know really what it is, then you have to know its original form. And if this started off from crude oil that was pumped out of the ground, you could change its form, and you could change its form, and you could change its form. But you light a match, it'll turn back to what it was originally. Because actually, after all its formation, after it changed, it actually does not leave its being what it originally was. Now, if we want to analyze, and it's something that everyone in the world is trying to analyze, what is this being called a person, Adam? What is Adam? Now, we are Adam. And we know that from the first Adam, a lot of changes have been made. A lot of earthquakes. A lot of Kurbanis. But still, if we want to really know what the human being really is, 
you must find in Chazal, in my separations, what was Adam Harishim? And actually that's what I am. Now, I just want to catch one little point. Chazal teaches us that when Adam Harishim was created, his height, his natural height was Misayfa Olam Ad and it's a machlekis in the Gemara. Some say that he was min ha'aret al That his height, his natural height was, his feet were on the ground, and he was as tall as the heavens. Not as the cloud, as the heavens. And some say he was mi He was as long as from Mizrach to Marev, which actually is the same thing. The Gemara says the same thing. Now, really to understand what this means, it's very hard for us to understand. But let us take the words of Chazal as they are said. Odin Harishan was mitsayfoy and you learn from a Pasik, the Pasik says, from the day that Hashem created the, the Odom, that Odom Harishan his natural height was And then, when he did the Avera, the Eitzim Eitzadas, so the Gemara says, HaKadosh Baruch put his hand on him, and he was him. he minimized him, and his height turned from as high as the heavens, and his height became 100 Amma. 100 Amma. And as the generation went by, he became shortened and minimized and minimized until we see him as he is today. Now, Chazal, by giving us this statement, are teaching us that the person that you and I know, even though we don't see ourselves and our friends as tall as the skies, we don't see ourselves as long as from beginning of the earth to the end. But Chazal is telling us that the person in his original form, this was his height. Actually, this is what we are. This is what we are. Our real mitzvah, our real being is, if you want to call it, you can call it from the earth till the heavens. And if you want, you can call it This is the actual being of a person. Now, this height was minimized, it was fakvetched, it was squeezed in to the three armors that we are we find ourselves. But this fact will always remain. Now, we find in a person a most interesting phenomenon. One of the most hardest things for a person, and it's something which is accepted in all the world, that a terrible punishment for a person is based on sorrow. A prison is a terrible punishment for a person. And I remember I was, I used to, you know, when I was small, and I used to, he went to prison. I was a little boy, I couldn't, I used to think to myself, what's so bad about going to prison? Probably Mishlokten and Brokten. And I used to ask my friends, and they were a little more intelligent than me, they should know that the prison today, 
That's the, the five-star hotel. And people, and even so, to be in prison is a terrible punishment. What's so terrible being in prison? It's obvious that for a person, it's a contradiction to his nature to be locked up. It's a contradiction to his nature. And it's a posik in Malachim that Dov HaMelech told Shloima HaMelech when he was going to Elam Haba and he said that he who killed he gave me a terrible curse and make sure he was telling Shloima HaMelech the Chacham Adam make sure you can't just go ahead and kill him but make sure that he doesn't go to show him to his grave Make sure if you find a way how to get him, you should be able to kill him. Now Shleim HaMelech has to get a trap, has to trick Shimi ben Gader. Shimi ben Gader was Rosh Sanhedrin, what is one of the greatest Talmudic Chachamim of Am Yisrael. Now how did Shleim HaMelech trick Shimi ben Gader to be able to, ki- to kill him? So he called him and he says, Shimi, and he was his Rebbe, he says, you should live in Yerushalayim, and I order you as the king of Israel to stay in Yerushalayim. And the moment you leave Yerushalayim, you're a mayor of Malchus and I will kill you. Could you imagine a prison? For the, for, for the greatest Tamil Chokhmah of the door. Tell Talpiyos, all eyes want to go to Yerushalayim. Tell Shem Begir to go to Yerushalayim. To live there, a person can live in Yerushalayim. Today there are Yidin that boast. That they live, that, that they live 60 years in Yerushalayim, they never, they never walked out of Yerushalayim. What kind of prison is Yerushalayim to Shem Ben-Gedah? But Shleim HaMelech knew that he is fulfilling his father's words. And it happened that one of Shimi's slaves ran away, and he took his chamor, and he went after him, and Shleim HaMelech was told, Shem Ben-Gedah left Yerushalayim, and he executed him. And we have to understand, that if Shloyman would not have told the Shem ben don't you ever leave Yerushalayim, he could have been a hundred years and would never left Yerushalayim. And if his slave left, ran away, he'd call the police and he chased after him. But the moment Shloyman HaMelech told Shem ben you're locked up, you can't move. So by human nature, he had to leave Yerushalayim. And Shloyman knew this and he knew, I'm going to hit, I got him. Because the moment I lock him up, he gotta break the lock, he gotta go out, it's impossible he should stay. If not today, tomorrow, if not tomorrow, day after tomorrow, but he'll leave. Now the truth is, that, uh, 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 excuse me, a chicken, you can lock up in a chicken coop, and I always hear, I used to, I listen to TikTok, I walk by, I saw the chickens, we burnish living. They don't, they look disturbed. He sits in his coop, Day in and day out, and day in and day out. And he's happy. Why should maybe have us felt him? And if he got a chicken coop, where would he go? He had the same, the same, the same chicken feed and the same little water. So why do I want to travel the world? But the answer is, and listen to what I'm telling you something very important about this. The answer is because the person in his original form he was misayfa oilam at 
He come here. He held all of the world. And this is an embedded Matthias, an embedded Matthias that there is in every person. That he has to conquer all of the world. And could you imagine taking somebody that is tall? Now, I don't know how, how, how high the skies are, but the Gemara says, Mahalach Kamesh Could you imagine taking someone who is millions of miles tall and putting him into a chicken coop? The worst suffering imaginable. The worst suffering imaginable. Not to give him a way to stretch. To stretch, how how, how hard is the one? How, how much does the person want to stretch? As tall as he is. And the person is And therefore it's an enjoyment for a person. A person who can sit and look out of his window for 15 minutes is very dynamic. And a person could walk, could go into a car and could travel eight hours and looks out of the window and he doesn't get tired. What, is, what does he see? Baruch Hashem, our children, we have cars, and when, when, they always want to go for a ride. The first time they want for a ride, what does the child have for a ride? Always want a ride. And the children want to go for a ride? And they also want to go for a ride. Hashem doesn't say he wants to go for a ride. He says he has to go, what you call? He has to go to the store down the way, you know, another side of the town, because, because over there, and he gets something for 10 cents cheaper. Either gives cost me extra dollar, it. But everyone's going for a ride. Everyone's going as far as they can. The terrorist says, because they are knowledge, Rabbi Said, they are knowledge is a chibur. They is a chibur. To know something is a certain amount of control. If I see another mile of the world, I have control of another mile of the world. If I see another mile, I have more control. A person that feels control of what he sees and what he lives through. And if I can travel for 10 miles, for 20 miles, for 100 miles, I see another part of the world, another part of the world. I am conquering into my Mitzvah, which is called Adam. And my Mitzvah is Misaifa Ilam Atzaifa. I have to conquer the whole world. And this was a natural thing that every person had it. That we have a natural instinct and a natural cheshik to know all the world. Everything interests us. We have to know everything. Why? Because that's how a person was created in his original form. Now let me come to the point that I want to make at this moment. Chazal tell us that this dimension has two ways which are actually one and the same. Either it is upright or it is laying down. Either it's min ha'aretz, ad or it's misalfa'ila matzalfa'ila. Now, other Mauritian was very tall, but he wasn't that stout. Which means like this. When he was standing up, his feet were on the ground and his, his head was in the heaven. When he was laying down, then he was not in the heaven. Then he was conquering from the beginning of the earth to the end of the earth. Now the same is true with every person after other Mauritian. Again, 
a person by nature cannot be locked up into his four amas. It is something which is absolutely against the nature of a person. To lock up a person is actually killing him. Rahman al Islam, I know, I heard from a Yid, and out there he says, the Nazis, the one of the worst torture they used to do, they used to take people and lock them up in a chicken coop. I know, I know, I know, Yid Zangazun, he said, I was, Rahman al I was a chicken coop for He said, the worst you serve, not to be able to stretch. A person must stretch. And until 150 years ago, by nature, every person's feet were on the ground, and his head was Bashamayim. That was the nature of a person. He lived with Kedusha. He lived with Ruchnius. And if he was a Goy, he lived with, with Elamis of Malachim, of Kshafim, all kinds of supernatural things which are very low places in the heavens. A Yid lived with Kaviyachla Kodesh way high in the heavens. But a person by nature his feet were on the ground, and his head was in the heaven. And if you saw a, a fellow who lived in a, in a little kfar, any place in the world, and he was with his sheep on Sunday, and on Monday, and on Tuesday, and on Wednesday, no one ever asked him, don't you want to see the wide world? So he says, see the wide world? He laid down, and he looked up, and the skies, the stars, which is the, which is the closest to him, the stars were for him the most beautiful movie, the most beautiful show. He saw astronomy, he saw Chochmah. He didn't have to open books, didn't have to know how to read. He had, he had a sky in front of him. How much Chochmah is in the sky? And then he knew what's above the sky. And he lived in, in, he lived, he traveled through the world. That was his nature. And all of a sudden, the person stopped. He pushed it, fell. He fell. Until now, his feet were on the ground and his mind was in the heavens. And all of a sudden, he fell on his face. He fell on his face. Since he fell on his face, but you can't change his nature. He must be this height. He has to stretch. So HaKadosh Baruch gave him a telephone. You're sitting here, you talk to the other end of the world. HaKadosh Baruch gave him an airplane. You walk here, tomorrow morning, you're in Arkansas. HaKadosh Baruch gave him a radio. Whatever happened to Red China, within, within seconds, you see it. He has, he has the whole world in his palm. Why? Because that's what a person is. And a person cannot live differently. It's impossible. Because for a person not to live in the heavens and not to live in Red China, then he's in a chicken coop. And he'll die. He can't live like that. A person cannot live like an animal. So we say to ourselves, we have a television. And I'm sitting here in my house and the whole world is open to me. When Reagan visits visit England, I, ha it's, I have it, I have perfect control. I see it, and I live it. And it's a nature of a person that, that when he knows, he feels he has in control. So whatever happens to all of the world, I know. And I sit at my computer and I have perfect control of the world. 
the question is, oi, Nebuch, my Zayde, didn't have this wonderful rachvis, didn't have this whiteness. He was in a chicken coop. So we tell him, Adoni, dear mister, you and your Zayde are one and the same. The only thing is you flat on your face, and who is standing up? You are as tall as the skies. When you're flat on the face, you're living in Thailand. And your grandfather was as tall as the skies, and he was standing up, and he was living with a Kaddish Baruch But the formation, but the being of a person is one and the same. And I once said this, I was speaking to non-religious people, I don't know if they understood what I was talking about. I said, Rabbi Sai, I said, Shabbos is the biggest prison that we have. And I admit to you, really Shabbos is the biggest prison. Take a person who, who stretches, and he stretches to say, Father, not say, And it's a natural thing in a person. A person cannot live in his house. He can't be within four walls. It's impossible. So he, had, he, he must have a car. And my boy said, we all know it. A car is a gewaltige One of the worst, and we all know it, one of the worst punishments that we call in Hebrew, to have your license suspended. That's a, so one of the worst punishments. I drive a car. That's how old time to me, my wife. She's davening for the day my license should be suspended. <laughs> and for me, that's the Gehenna. That, that's the worst. The worst. What's so bad about license being suspended? Because my natural stretch is from here, from where I live off of Kim Baruch Hashem, to Tveria. Three hour, three hour travel. And I feel control that if anything goes on, I have control. I can go to Chayf within fifth. I'm there. It's only a problem of putting gas into the car. So all of a sudden, say on Shabbos, you're locked up into a chicken coop. The truth is that the person on Shabbos, what happens to a person is that a Baruch takes him and makes him upright. That's what Shabbos is. Instead of your head being in China, your head is Bashamayim. You have your telephone. What's so exciting about ta- about, about, about what you might call about, about calling up from from Israel to New York? It's very very exciting. But a boy said, the telephone of a yid of a hundred years ago. When he called up, he said, Baruch Atah Hashem, Elokeinu Elokeinu, he said, he talked to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, was a more exciting telephone. Much more exciting. A longer, whatchamacallit, much, much longer line. A much more exciting line. So what happened was, that our line got cut off, Rahman al-Islam, from way above. So we got lines the other side of the world. We're proud of it. I can talk. I have sleep on the world. I know what's going on in the world. It's beautiful. That's what, what differentiates, differentiates you from, from the animal. But don't be so proud. You're flat on your face. Now, let me continue the subject. I don't want to elaborate because I think I, I try to get my point. Let me continue. The truth is, 
that all modern utensils that are given to us is presence from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we need for our actual mitzvahs. And for us to stop reading magazines, for us to throw out the television, whoever's used to it, for us to throw out the radio, and Rabbi Tavlet Abazil was here and he suggested to us, and I don't know, and I'll soon to explain to you why, we didn't all feel it, but for us, it's mysterious nefesh mamash. For us, it's mamash to tell us to, 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 to kill yourself. I know myself, sometimes when I come to, to, to New York, I don't get an Israeli paper. I don't, I don't, know, how I, I don't know how I hold it up. I don't, I don't miss it. But when I come back to Ofakim, you understand? And I see that the newspaper in the morning, I'm I don't read paper in newspapers, I read Yiddish newspapers, which I happen to be very much against. I, I, can't, I, I can't be saved with it. But I, can't, I just can't not, I just can't not read the headlines. Could you imagine that Reagan should be, should be what you call it? Should be indicted without my knowing about it? That's, the, that's death itself. And it's true, it's death itself. Because I am, as a person, I must have control of all the world. And not to know what Reagan does, and not to know what's happening in Red China, and not to know what's happening in Russia, and not to know how the car of the year 2000 would look, and not to know how the dress of the year 2000, and how the suit, and what tie we we're wearing in the year 2000. And Chasvishal, not to know that what's going on in the world of medicine, the world of physics, the world, the world, the world, to cut me off from the world is death. And it is death. It's Misa. You know why? Because a person, by his nature, could you imagine taking what the magician, when he was Misaifoy, and give him a schneid, give him a cut off the middle and say, now you become a hundred amas. Kaddish Baruch called it death. At that moment, you're dying. From, 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 the, from the end of the world till, till a hundred amas. So all of a sudden, we are taking ourselves, and Abazir suggesting, Abazir was taking us, Abazir was telling us the boy side. Until now, all of the world was in your palms. If there's a stylist in, 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 in France, if there's a scientist in Vienna, if there's a musician in England, if there's a drunkard in whatchamacallit in the hall that killed somebody, you have complete control. It's all in your palms of your hands. You are a, a person. You control the whole world. And Rabbi Tal was saying, you know, you, you came to a Yarkikala, you came to a seminar, cut yourself down, sit in your sit in your home, you have four walls, I don't know how big your room is, sit with your husband, sit with your wife, talk over Yiddishkeit. <laughs> what do you do to us? <laughs> He, you know, he cut us off by the feet. And the Gemara says that when you cut an animal by the feet, then he's finished in the trailer. Before she Gemara, I mean, every rub is sitting here, every rabbit is sitting here, knows that Tumas Hagidim, if you cut off at the feet, that, that's Mevela. The Bama Yom, Richter, Mishnevela, And at one side, I don't know what you felt. But I want to tell you the real truth. I was sitting and listening. 
You stole my newspapers. I said, wait, then. What's going to be it? What's going to be it? And I'm going to have to stop reading newspapers. I said to myself, no, no, no. You know, you have to know the news because you have to, you have to fear a kihila. I'm told. These people sitting here, you know, they're going to stop, they're going to stop newspapers. They're going to throw out the radio. They're going to throw out the magazines. But I, for me, it's important. So, Baruch Hashem, I got three SMAs more. But the chat is, and I'm, I'm just, 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 just repeating what I said before. What Rebbezriel was trying to tell us is, Rabbi Yisai, instead of lying flat on our faces, let us get up. And we will see that the world is not less interesting, not less wide, not less beautiful, not less colorful. It's just a different dimension of the world. A different dimension of the world. And this is, if I can pride myself with putting it to a nutshell, why we came here to this Yerachim And I was mechubit, I was invited to say in the Ila, and the Gemara says, When Talmud HaKom used to get together in the yeshiva to learn Torah, and they used to say goodbye to each other, and they used to give each other a bracha, they used to say, Beautiful words. Find your world in your life. Find your world in your life. Which means like this. Find out. Try to find out. That in our life, we can find our world. Again, a person cannot exist unless he has in his palm a world. A person cannot live in a chicken coop. I finished. A person must have a world in his palm. Because that's how he was created, and that's how he must be. The question is, whose world? Whose world do we have in our palm? So they used to give a bracha, your world. The world which you yashent, which you inherited from Abraham Yankif. The world that our fathers from daily days enjoyed. And we as Eden don't understand it really. But it bothers us when they call us narrow-minded. But that's what they call us. And they're right. Could you imagine a person who could open up the whole world in front of him to close himself up into Arba Amas? Is there anything as narrow as person four Amas? Is there anything as narrow as sitting in a kailun? Sitting in a yeshiva? Is anything as closed up? And the Gemara says, Shleisha Asirim there are three that are closed up. Three are locked up. One of them is Talmud Chochem. Talmud Chochem is locked up. He's in a prison. Is there a prison as a yeshiva? The biggest prison as a yeshiva. And it's true. If that's the world. If the world starts with red China and goes down to Australia, and if that's the world, then the biggest prison is the yeshiva. The biggest prison is the yeshiva. 
But if the world, if we have another world, a whole island, an island with every piece of beauty, with air, as colorful as can be, as interesting as can be, as deep as can be, if we have a title and a body of a live with us, a world, it's a world. So they used to give a bracha, Aylam Kha, your beautiful world, Tirabakhayakha. In your life, don't wait till one day you will leave this Khaishak world and you will get to that world. Aylam Kha Tirabakhayakha, enjoy your world where you are. And if I can say it, this is what this Yahakala is for. Because many of us, many of us look at Yiddishkeit and Ashkofer. And we all want Yiddishkeit. We all want Ashkafe. But Yiddishkeit is something very important. It has his place, his corner, and it's something very important in Jewish life. It's something very important. It has his corner, his time. There's a time to learn. And of course, when we, we want to take advice, we come home at night, and we should sit with our families and learn Torah. It's, it's important. But that's not what was being discussed these, these four days. That's not what's being discussed. We weren't being suggested an idea. Because as an idea, excuse me for saying it, as, a, as an idea, it's, it's, I don't want to say it, it doesn't make any sense. I remember... I'm just like, you know, I just, I, I just reminded myself today when, 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 when Rebecca was talking. So I can't, I can't forget it. I had a maid where I was once living in the country and there was an old lady there. An old, an old lady. So she asked me, do me a favor. I need, I need to talk more than I need the high ticket block. Do me a favor. Bring me the high ticket block. Bring me the high ticket block. So I went to, to one of the, to one of the people who lived nearby and he was, well, one of my rabbis. And I said, a day out of vibe, she's looking for today's paper. So he says, I don't have today's paper. Tell her the chup for So I was, you know, I didn't know what to I didn't know. So I went back and I said, Baba, she's looking for today's paper. She's looking for today's She was so angry. <laughs> I never saw a lady so disturbed. <laughs> and here the Israel's telling us, throw away the magazines. Throw away the radio, throw away the paper, and take, you'll see how beautiful it is, art scroll. <laughs> so I was thinking, yeah, for you it's a good idea. It's a good idea to exchange women's magazines, to exchange the New York Times, for art scrolls, for Valdez, over <laughs> But the boy said that's not what was suggested. The Brazilian was not suggesting that instead of a magazine, instead of Time magazine, take art scrolls. Because that boy said Time magazine is not a set of art scrolls, and art scrolls is not a set of Time magazine. It's a completely di- different dimension. And that was what was being discussed. Find out that besides the world, of, of, of United States and of Russia and of Hulu, Hulu, etc., etc. There's another world. 
a beautiful world that you can live in, that you can enjoy. Find out that there's another world. There's a world of Yiddishkeit. And it's not less colorful, not less interesting as the world you live in. Find out. And that's what we find it so hard to sit with our mishpachis and to learn. We find it so hard to sit with our mishpachis and learn. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't be saying this because I'm trying to be mechazek to Allah. But I know myself, when I was a chosen, where a chashem, we used to go out, I used to lay the back brushes. Did I take the retired? I wrote letters. Zang is into my wife. She was, she was my, my colleague then. A whole chibra I wrote, and it's still in my house. Of different Torah. Whenever we went, we used to go out for an hour, for two. Straight different Torah. Until the Chachanah. And afterwards, <laughs> I don't want to continue. <laughs> so what's the Chassan? The Chassan is, because before you're married, you, you meet, you're looking for something interesting. So you want to, you want to pay the time with interest, and Baruch Hashem, for us, there's nothing as interesting as different Torah. But if you're married, then you live in life, life itself. And Torah is not our life. And here's where we, where we are at fault. The question is, is Torah for us an important point in our life? Is Torah for us an important corner of the world? And it's important for all of us? Or can Torah and Yiddishkeit be life itself? Can we live within the life of Torah? Can Yiddishkeit be a world for us? And this is what we learned four days. When we came here, and I don't know who came here, because I came to speak. And to speak is easy. The Gemara says, you know, everyone knows this halacha, when you pressure or something, so, you take a tray from the keli, and you kasher it. So the bleer, so the tray that goes out. So the Gemara says, doesn't it absorb back again? So the Gemara says, I did the Torah, the Mithlat lay bound. He's so busy going, giving out, he doesn't absorb anything. So for me, it's no problem to say drushes, you understand, because I'm Torah the Mithlat. But, people come here, and I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm, I, I, let's think back, if we would have known we were in four, four days ago, who would have came? <laughs> Who would have came? No one would have came. And what happened before this went by? We learned that we can sit four days, consecutive hours, hour after hour, and hour after hour, and hear Torah, and hear Hashkofe, and hear Yiddishkeit, and enjoy it, and want more. We find that we can live in a world of Yiddishkeit. But Yiddishkeit is not, it's not a corner someplace. It's a whole veld. It's a whole oilam. And this is what we have to take home. We have to decide that one side, once and for all. And as I said before, when other magician was standing, he was not typist the whole width of the world. And then when he was laying, he was not typist the height of the world. And we have to decide. What dimension do we want to take in our lives? This is the decision we have to make. Because if we think that we can continue living in the world we live until now, and in addition, take the advice that we'll be giving at this Yerachakala, it's a terrible mistake. And that's why 
We're sitting here. We're not so, I don't, I don't know if you were so, Nizgazea, so trembled by the suggestions that were given here. Because now, when we are here for four days and we're living in a world of Kedusha, it's as simple as anything. Of course, when I come home, we'll learn. We'll throw out the magazines, we'll throw out the television, everything, we'll everything. It's easy. Because when you're in a world of Kedusha, and what happens to us on Yom Kippur? Are we liars on Yom Kippur? We make decisions. And what happens the next day? We say, We'll make decisions not to talk Lashon Hara. We'll make decisions not to battle anymore. We'll make decisions not to do this and not to do that. We'll make honest decisions. Are we liars? We're not liars. Because when you're in the world, when you're, when you're within the Kedusha, when you're in Yom Kippur, when you're in Helekite, when you're in the world of, of Shechemer, then you see it's the truth and you really mean it and you enjoy it. But the question is what happens when we come home? And it's a decision we have to make. Which world will we live in? Because if we live in a world of if we will still have the urge to have control of everything which goes on in the world, if we'll have even the smallest the smallest outlet, we'll have a radio on the house. Because, I mean, this is, this is really for court leverage. Without the news, you know, that's Misa. And I boys say, it's Misa. It's executing ourselves. And it is. Because someone who's laying flat on his, on his, on his, on his stomach, to cut him into a little piece, is executing him. But that wasn't what was suggested. Suggested to stand up. And instead of putting your head in red china, put your head in the shamayim, put your head in the Torah. But to be typist, both is impossible. So if we will continue to live in our world and we feel this urge, this natural urge in this time of this, this time of, to keep our control of everything that goes on in the world, to know everything that happens, to know all the styles, to know all the, all the, all the news, and, if we will keep on living this type of life, then to come home and sit down with our families and learn, in my opinion, I don't want to, you can try it, but it's impossible. It's impossible. Because you have to strain yourself. It's something subnatural. It's not, it's not my, it's not something that I live in. For me to come home and eat, and eat supper is easy because my nature needs it. But for me to come home when I'm dead tired and she's dead tired, and to sit and learn Torah, and to talk art scrolls. All right, you try it tomorrow. You'll see this. <laughs> but the moment we change, we change, we try to change dimensions, and it becomes our life. The only way to have negative Bazaila is Kihem Chayenu Bairach Yemenu. And to the person that is not Kihem Chayenu, it's impossible to have negative A person cannot strain himself to such an extent. It's impossible. And negative means to think. We have a beautiful suggestion. I'm not trying to mazalvel. Because the Bazil is one of my Choshev the Rebbe's. I'm not being mazalvel. Such beautiful suggestions. Instead of listening to Pirchei London, listen to uh, the Arab Torah on, uh, on, on the cassette. 
Beautiful suggestions. Rebbe Zero is a beautiful suggestion, but it's a strain. But if Torah becomes our life, and Abay Sai, Sur Meirav Asetoy, we cannot start by finding the world. A person by nature will find the world. A person, like, like I mentioned before, Shin Ben Gavir, they locked him up, so he ran out of Yerushalayim. The moment we make decisions, and we start closing ourselves, and we start killing ourselves, and I'm telling you, it's not Koshit. The suggestions that were made here are garnished Koshit. But the moment we start getting rid of our, our control, as I said before, control means Zaya. Knowledge. Knowledge is the biggest control. Our knowledge of everything that's happening in the world. Our knowledge of, 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 of all the beautiful, beautiful wideness of countries, of clothes, of cars, of medicine, of science, of everything. The moment we start closing, we will automatically look to be human beings. And we'll find terror. Because self-self terror is the closest to us. And suffer something within our hearts and we'll find it. And as I said before, I'm just repeating what was suggested these four days. And if we don't believe it, these four days is to prove it. These are the days that prove it. We found ourselves all of a sudden in a world of Kedusha. We found ourselves listening hours and hours and hours and hours. Something which we never would have believed in ourselves. All of a sudden, I find I can live in Kedusha. So we are told, and this was the Nila that which, really I'm saying the Mayav now. The Nila was, I always say over this term, my father, when I used to be a little boy, I'm still a little boy, but my father doesn't thank me anymore. But when I used to be a little boy and I used to know the Gemara, my father said, it's the Kumter Pech. Now, Kumte Pech. So I said, Daddy, it's the Kumte Pech. I know the Gemara. She said, Zesta has the cans. You see that you know how, that what you want. You know how to understand the Gemara. We were yesterday. You thought the cans finished. But here, Mizet has the We're here four days and we saw that we can concentrate four days straight. Four days straight. Kedusha, Terira, Hashkofer. And I, and I think that I could honestly say from the from, from the expression of the people sitting here. And you know, people have a plea that's there. When it was real cold down before, it says, if I say, can I can walk into the, to the lawn? Can I can walk in the now? And stay till tomorrow. I don't know who it was, someone just screamed out spontaneously. Alright, we'll stay till tomorrow. We're willing to stay till tomorrow, we'll just wait another few days. Because all of a sudden we found ourselves as an oilam hatayrit. This beauty in tayrit, this color in tayrit. There's a Gishmak in Torah. And now we come home. Here's the science. And here we have to make certain decisions. Because to live in two worlds is impossible. It's impossible. A person is only only big enough for one world. Pretty big. But only for one world. And Torah is a belt. So you read the whole belt.
And they're both side. It's unfortunate we, we, we're here. It's too late. No turning back. Because it's the Machukum and Petch. It's the Machukum and Petch. Because we saw we can do it. Sorry. Sorry. I always say, he may know a choyali. He may know a choyali. Who was, who made the marble? Terrible marble, destruction of the world. Who caused this, who destroyed the world? You ask me. He mother or Those Ganovim, those Ratzchonim. All the earth, they destroyed the world. And the Pasuk says, he may know a choyali. The terrible waters that Noyach caused. The one who destroyed the world was Noyach. Noyach. Noyach is tzaddik. Noyach is tzaddik. Come away with yourself. You have no one to blame. Only Noyach. Only Noyach is to blame. So the Gemara said, Hoyle levakesh rachmim outdoidim like bikesh. He should have davened. Like Abraham Abino davened. Why didn't he daven? Why didn't he daven? You know why he didn't daven? Because he said to himself, hey, what, what, what can man daven like Kemisht. What can man daven like The whole world, Chomot, Resha. If I'm going to say, please don't destroy the world. The Vosya Zai. What can man daven like So the question, maybe he was right. Maybe he was right. Who said he was wrong? The territories, the Kemamabo, and he walked out, and he saw a churban, and it says in Chazal Zogu, Einab Demois. He started crying, he punished him, what did you do? And he took Behemois, Karbonis, and he was male, Vayorach Hashem Etzreach Anichoyach, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu swore there will never again be a marble. Which means that Noyach stopped destruction of the world forever. Ah, that's the Chazakans. You see that you were able to do it. Where were you? Erev the marble. He made no choyali. It's the kumtepech. Why do we have to wait for the korban to start crying, to start changing? Let us change when we're healthy, when we're gesund. The same is true with us. The Zestach has the cans. We're here, Baruch Hashem. We put ourselves into Ashkoth. We put ourselves into Yiddishkeit. We put ourselves into beauty. This can't stop. Now we have completely different children. Starting from now, everything is changing. And the only way is to start off as Sumerah. I'm just repeating. I wouldn't have the chutzpah to say it. I'm just repeating what we heard. We've got to start closing off the channels. Closing off our our control of everything that's going on in the world. We have to make a decision that if the style of the car changes in Detroit or if the style of the dress changes in Paris without my knowing about it, I'll live it to We have to make that terrible decision. And I'm not trying to be sarcastic. 
Because it's a terrible decision. It's execution for ourselves. Because a person in his nature was misoifah, oilam atzoifah. I have to know what's going on in Paris. And I'm not being sarcastic. And whoever reads magazines knows it. I'm not being sarcastic. And the only way, the only way for us to close the magazine is to find a different magazine. The only way. But first we have to start with Sumira. That to close the magazines is hard. It's a tzichah. That's the only way. I'm going to continue the subject. I have another 10 minutes, I think. I think I, I think I try to bring out my points. I want to continue. Chazal tell us, I'm going on, whatever I said until now, I'm finished, I'm just going to continue. Chazal tell us, Shloishok Surahim. There are three crowns. Keser Kahuna, Keser Malchus, and Keser Torah. Three crowns. Now, Keser Malchus, this is something which is famous. That a king wears a crown. Keser Kahuna is also famous. The Kohen God wore a tits. But also big the Kurdish Nefes was a crown. And Kesatir is also famous. Atamakhan used to be Ms. Atif. And even today, Ituf Tamatchan was a, a hat. And every Yid wears a crown. Every Yid has a crown on his head. What is the expression of a crown? What does it mean, a crown? The meaning of a crown is, is, is very simple. Now, I'm going to be Makatsu, I, I could say it if I was, I'd want, I would open it up and say a little more at length. But I'll say it very, very bekitsu, I just want to explain something, a, a point very bekitsu. Today we are convinced that the best political situation is democracy. We're convinced. At least 50 to 50 percent of the world are convinced that the best political setup for the people is democracy. And the other 50 percent of the world is convinced that the best political setup for the people is communism. Now, according to Torah, we know that the best political situation is monarchy, is melech. Soim tosim alecha melech. Something which we now, modern generation, have no appreciation for whatsoever. I'm a darshan. I stop saying Moshe Lamelech because that's, a, that's the only thing I want to say. I can say Moshe the President, Moshe the, whatever you want, but not Moshe Lamelech because people don't know what a Melech is. I heard not from Ayid, I heard not from the Sochan Kaplan. He says he remembers Mein Shtetl. He says, I remember Mein Shtetl. He says, in the case of Kumin, and the mayor of the, of the town, and he came to the town, and the mayor was, you know, he's sitting in his, in his, in his, like in his chariot, in his, in his, in his uh, Merkava, in his, you know, chariot, in English, I think. And the mayor was sitting, you know, on, on the horse, facing the king. And from Pachat, in the middle of a driving, the mayor became paralyzed. Mommy, sure, I remember this. From Pachat, the Amos Malchus became paralyzed. But today, we don't, we, we don't know what a Melech is, Bechlau. We don't know what a Melech is. And it's important for us to know what a Melech is, because Chazal say, Man Malkei Rabbonon. Man Malkei Rabbonon. And the Gemara says, Geneva met the Amorayim, and he says, Sholem Aleichem Malko. 
He said, Shalom Aleichem Malachim Kings. So he said, they said, how do you know that Tamad Chachm is called a king? He said, the Pasek, Bin Malachim Yimlaichu. That's something which needs to be explained, because today we have no martial of a king. We don't know what a king is. The poor has no appreciation for a king. Today a king is, is, is something which is, if you set up a king, it will be as corrupt and as, and as wrong as can be. What is, what is the idea of a king? Let me just talk for a moment. What is so important of having a king? Same Tosim Aleichem Melech. So I'll explain to you a very simple word. The meaning of a king is someone that is Muram Ma'am, that is above the people. And the most important thing of a king is that all what is Mechayim, all the laws, everything which is Mechayim, the people, how do you say Mechayim in English? Obligation. Oh, everything that obligates the people does not obligate him. He's not, he's not, He's not obligated to the law. Let me explain to you why. The reason is because everyone is a chokhm of the enemy. I'll explain this. I'll bring a motion. I always say this motion. So I can't, I can't, I can't not say this motion. Today in the world, and I live in Israel, today Rahman of Islam, every year, about thousands of carbonists and car accidents. Rahman of Islam. Besides the Thousands and thousands of people are laying in the hospital. But hundreds of people are being killed. Car accidents. Now, could you imagine there will be a king? There will be a king! And he sees thousands of people, Rahmanakan, getting killed. So he would say, Rabbi Sai, whoever goes over 60 miles an hour is executed. Get his head chopped off. So you say, Rahmanakan, how ruthless can you be? Execute a person. I don't think he'll execute anybody. But if he'll execute somebody, then 10,000 people the next five years are saved. So the question is, I was once in a car accident. And I got a ticket for Mehiram of Fredit. I was going too fast. I got a ticket. I was going too fast, and, I, and it, was, it was a rainy day, and I slipped, and I went to Zaz, and the guy came zipping into me. And I, and, I, and I watched him, I got a ticket, besides the fact I lived up in the hospital for a week's time, Baruch Hashem, I'm here, Baruch Hashem. And when I say it, I remember Baruch Hashem, Nisim, Mamish Nisim. And I got a ticket, and I, and, I sent the, and, the, and I pleaded guilty to the judge, and he charged me, he gave me 600 lira. That's okay, like, let's say, uh, $50. And I said to myself, what a ruthless judge. $50. Put in the Anti-Semite, Zionist, <laughs> $50, but if the judge would have put me in the dungeon for five years, I would never, I've never arrived in the hospital, because I never would have gone there. So the question is, why doesn't the judge understand that? Why if there will be a king, he, if someone goes over 60 miles an hour, or 55 and a half miles an hour, he chopped two heads, and there wouldn't be car accidents in the country. So why doesn't the judge understand that? You know why? Because the judge also drives the car. <laughs> Could you imagine? The judge also wants to go 60 miles an hour. And no one is smart about on himself. So the judge saw, here's a guy who went, uh, went to and he got into an accident. If I put him into jail, tomorrow I'm in jail. So he gave me 600 liras. And he put him in the but if there will be a king, and the king says to himself, look, I can go 150, as much as I go. 
So he's smart because of Yenim. On someone else, you're always smart. So he could make sense there. He says, Rabbi Sai, one thing is for sure. No more car accidents in this country. If two people have to be executed, maybe. What can I do? It's an investment. But in this country, there won't be a car accident. And if you go over 55 miles an hour, then you are actually... And it's so interesting. The accident I was telling you, my second accident. My first accident, I'll tell you exactly what happened. I was driving, and I'll tell you it's a true story. I'm embarrassed to tell it to you. But tell you, Shabbos, I was my parents in Yushalayim. And it was two weeks after I got my driver's license. I was birthed Shabbos. I wasn't 19 years old. I was 35 years old. And I was by my parents in Yushalayim, and we sat at 3 o'clock in the morning, and then it became 4 o'clock in the morning. And I went to the Sikhim. And then I drove my family back to Hakim. I didn't sleep a wink all night. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. I have to say a shir in Yerucham. So I start driving to Yerucham. And Baruch Hashem, I have a tape on. I'm listening to the very Torah. And the car went off the road and turned over. And Baruch Hashem, nothing happened to me. So the policeman comes to me. And I was in the hospital. And I, you know, they just barely me. And Baruch Hashem, I was, nothing happened to me. And the policeman comes up to me, you know, so... He said, what happened? I say, he said, you fell asleep. I said, oh, I didn't fall asleep. I didn't fall asleep. What happened? I'm a new driver and the winds came and they threw me off the road. He didn't even give me a ticket. Didn't give me a ticket. The policeman did not give me a ticket. And I went to my Rashashim with the of Rachel Yeshaber. And I went to him, visited a few weeks later. And he says to me, I heard you an accident. What happened to you? So I you know, I said, I fell asleep. I can't forget. He jumped up and he said, Oi! You could have killed somebody! Just like that. He jumped up. He said, You could have killed somebody! So can't hide in a mansion. I saw the look of a Tamat Chochem. He didn't say he could have gotten killed. Because he knows for me it's not the worst thing in the world to get killed. But he could have killed somebody! But the policeman didn't even get a ticket. Didn't even give me a ticket. He saw, you know, he, he believed me. I was, I was thrown off the road. The terrorist says because a uh, uh, watchman called because of Tamat Chacham has a kesser terror. He's a king, has a crown on his head. He is the Maila, he is above the Hamaynam, he is above the nation. The policeman is one of the nation. And the judge is one of the nation. So the judge doesn't look at me as I could kill somebody. Which is true that if you go a mile above the speed limit, you are actually a roidif. You are actually running after killing people. Which is true, but if he looks at me that way, he has to look at himself that way. Because he is, because no one is smart for himself. But a Talmud Chachim, who's in the world of Torah, is above the Hamayin Am. And that's what a crown is. A crown is, the highest point of a human being is his mind, is his head. But someone who is above normal human beings has a crown, which shows that he is above the normal, where everyone finishes, he is above. That's what a crown is. And Chazal tells us, And the greatest kisser is kisser Torah. That when you delve yourself into Torah, and Torah doesn't mean that the learning of Torah, which is, of course, it's impossible Torah without delving learning of Torah. But Torah is... I once had a Rebbe, and I was... I was... I was I was a young fellow, I was 15 years old, and it bothered me. And I said, when well, I would get married, I'll understand. And Baruch Hashem, I got married, I say, he's, I still say he's wrong. The only thing better than he said. And I still say he's wrong. He used to say, the viper, 
That's an umma on Torah. Women are a nation without Torah. And he says, that's wrong. I said, well, that's not I don't understand. Baruch Hashem, I'm married. Baruch Hashem, I have a family. I have daughters and I have sisters. And it's Shekhar because It's Shekhar. Baruch Hashem, I can see my Rebbe made a mistake. The women are a umma with Torah, Baruch Hashem. They don't have any less Torah than we have. But the men have. And they have a Keser Torah, and the men have a Keser Torah. But what does Keser Torah mean? Keser Torah, the crown of Torah means that if you want to be a, a Ben Torah, then you have to be, you cannot be like everybody else. And again, I am repeating what everything was said today. You cannot be one of the crowds. Because that's what a crown is. A crown is that you're above. And then you have the Sechel. Because no one, because if you're in the crowd, you can't, you can't know how wrong things are. Because no one is a chacham for himself. But the moment you have a kesser terror, the moment you build yourself, you find a world of terror, then all of a sudden you look from far and you say, well, what's going on here? Like, like the story we heard. You're in, you paid a first class ticket and you're sitting in third class under the bench. The parrot says, this guy, this guy was in the wagon. He doesn't, he was inside. He felt pretty comfortable under the bench. His spine was sticking out. Everyone's laughing at him. Like the left at us. Chazan said, if you will keep terror, then you'll say you're smart. And if not, they say the Jews are the, are, are, are the stupidest and the worst, and they say it. But I don't want, that's not the point I want to make. make. But the moment you have Keser Torah, and Keser Torah is that, that you find a world of terror, then you're above normal people, then you can see the truth, you can say, what am I doing here? And everything that was said today becomes just common sense. It becomes common sense. And again, I'm repeating what I said in the beginning. The Keser Torah we can get by just standing up. You have to just stand up. Let's stop laying down. We are Bishtachavim. To whom are we Bishtachavim? To whom? To all the world. To all, every Mishigener. Every Mishigener has to be in our house. I want to send this to someone. Someone says, what book do my children read? So I said, I said, I don't know. I don't know I'm, I'm not so talking about the books. One thing I'll tell you. You should know that a person that reads, it becomes part of him. If you want this author to be your son's or your daughter's friend, that's the book you should read. If you want Mark Twain, Mark Twain, nothing with Mark Twain. Three Musketeers, anything with Three Musketeers? Is it going to contaminate my son? Is Three Musketeers going to make you for Apicarius? Is Tom Sawyer going to make you for Apicarius? I don't know, but do you want Mark Twain to be a Chavit for my angel? If you would want that Yeshiva Torah Tamima, Mark Twain, should be a Rebbe, then palm stories to your children. That's it. But if they bring in such a Rebbe, you would say, what is that? This is, Rabbi Talba could make a whole seminar about, this is where we reached, this is the Rebbe of our children, this is what they teach us. So they say, no, nothing wrong. They're not going to teach anything wrong. Wrong or not wrong. This is Mishkele with my kind. I'm a Vreta Rebbe from my kind. I'm a Vreta Chava from my kind. And the radio announces Vreta Chava from my kind. I'm a Vreta Zayna Achava. He becomes, and with all these televisions and all these magazine writers, they are our friends. They, we are bowing down to them. 
And listen to the beauty of Chazal. Chazal say, Boruch Ato, you have to bow down. The Zoykin Fashem. When you say the Shem Kodesh, you stand up. I always bother me, the British Lenin, shouldn't we bow down when we say the Shem Kodesh? The Shem Kodesh, shouldn't we bow down to Hashem? The answer is yes. Bow down to Hashem. But there is nothing that makes you for a person. Nothing that stands you up. Nothing that makes you erect. That puts your, your, your machshav into Shemayim. As saying the Shem Kodesh. Live what I call this Baruch Hu. Vayamiru was kavoyed on the top of his shor oichel esav. Oi, beautiful words. Vayamiru, they exchanged. As kavoyed on, but doesn't want to say kavoydi. Not respectful to say like that, that's what it's broken, because I'll say. An exchange. An exchange. And that's the exchange we have to decide on. Either the stylists and the authors and the writers should be our friends, or HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is a decision which we have to make. And I'm not exaggerating, this is a very simple decision. And it's by Yemiru, it's Kavodam, Oisi Ozum, Karman Chayim. Zaykit Bashem. And by sight, we're here four days. We proved to ourselves that we don't have to be laying flat. We can stand up. We can be Zaykit Bashem. We can be Zaykit, we can stand up and say the Shem Hashem. We can be like other magicians whose feet were on the ground is mine with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Because then as we can, we prove we can do it. And we will do it again, and we will do it again. And this time I said it, I'm going to say it this time again, the boy's side. Let's make, let's not wait for the next Yerachit Let's make ourselves a Yerachit Every once in a while, this time is Thanksgiving, this time is New Year's. Beautiful, the that's what we need. Thanksgiving, New Year's, Election Day, let's go away to a yeshiva for days. We can do it. Every time a holiday, every time we have a weekend. We can do it. We prove to ourselves. We prove it to ourselves. Let's make our own Yarkhi color. The next word we say is Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkein Hashem Echod. Baruch Hashem Kod Malchus Elam Vayed. Hashem Elkein. That's what Baruch Hashem we're here for. Because Baruch Hashem we should take this with us. And we are guaranteed that after Yom Kippur, this was a Yom Kippur for us. Mamash Yom Kippur. After this comes the Sukkot, comes the Shmini Atzeris. And we'll dance for the Torah, because really Torah is beautiful. Bez Hashem will dance for the Torah, because that's the Tachlis, like we said, we heard today, the Tachlis is to dance, enjoy the Torah. But again, we can't have two tastes down now. We have to spit out everything else, and all of us see how delicious Torah is, Hashem Yadim. <laughs>